What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Period. Oh, wait, I, I did it. I'm finna do it right now while we on. Uh, what's up, y'all? I'm finna take a picture for my IG. Let them know that we recording. We back in this thing one more again for the old and the new and the broke. Take the picture. All right, all right. Dang, can't give colors nothing. Stop calling it colors. Hold on, I need to. All on. right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of OD Podcast. What's happening? Today what's I was down? researching some um other Atlanta podcasts to collab with. It's just the only issue that I'm coming across with is they don't really post new episodes consistently. And you know, I I don't know. To me, that just kind of makes me. I don't know. I think you know. To me. Like if you post once every few months, it, it don't come off as serious, and it kind of makes me wonder if it's worth the collaboration. But I've just been looking at look, you know, other podcasts that we could um collab with and stuff like that. But I want them to be, you know, as consistent as consistent as we are. Yeah, um, you know, I th- I think big. Anytime I feel like we need to do something, I always go for the biggest. Um, I do believe in networking next to us, networking beside us, um, because I definitely learn a lot from people that are just regular people that around me. I learn a lot. Like, I have so many conversations with people that, you know, that in my head, I'm like, dang, I look at them, I'm like, dang, I didn't even know they would do something like that, and they would put me on to a lot of stuff. But just certain skills and just certain um, things I need to know about um just life like simple stuff like cars like something I know about my yeah. car or something I know about my credit or do you ever think about like I know for me I think if anybody doesn't know me they wouldn't like if they went on my Instagram or something they wouldn't know like what I do for a living I like to like learn what people's career is because you'll be so shocked sometimes it's like dang you make compost in your backyard and you sell it to puppies like that's crazy <laughs> I just would have never <laughs> guessed <laughs> what so anyways uh what you been up to this week um so i've been really busy per usual thank goodness um i've been busy just working with clients and then of course working on the shows i'm working on um i'm really just trying to get my house together still i mean it still looks good but um so i've been trying to figure that out but i've been trying to just get my house together like i want to finish furnishing my apartment I've come to the conclusion that once I do furnish it, I don't think I'm going to move. If I don't, if I'm not buying, a, like, because my goal is to buy a condo. Mm-hmm. I do. I want a high-rise condo. Um, but if I can't buy that by the end of the year, which I'm sure I can, but if I don't, just, you know, because stuff happens, I'm not <laughs> moving. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, not moving. So I do. You know what's funny? I think I mentioned this before, but on my la- my first home that I ever bought and the second one, I never really decorated. Especially my first condo, it was very like eh, you know, you got a sofa, you got a bed, perfect. I mean, I had yeah. furniture, but I never put any effort into decorating it. But my condo now, honey, Period. can't tell me. That's how I know I ain't going nowhere for a long time. <laughs> yeah, like I never. I, I won't say I never really decorated my homes before, but. My apartments before, I didn't put a lot of effort into it. I just bought, like, the same color furniture. Yeah. I didn't put any thought into it. Like, I didn't put any work on, the, on the, like, artwork on the wall. Um, just, you know, I don't know. You know, I think the reason why I didn't decorate much before is because I was like, I know I ain't going to be living here long. I ain't going to be moving all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm, that's, that's literally the reason why I'm not moving. Like, I'm not. I'm buying all this stuff now, and I'm really liking how it looks. The only thing that I... I really I don't like about my apartment is that I have carpet and I don't have a ceiling fan in my room because I can't really sleep without the fan. But um, you don't have a portable like, fan. 
I don't really like portable fans. I had one from um, Target. I bought one, but it didn't really give me the same effect. Like, I think that the fan above me just really gave me my life. And it, the like, it's everything from the sound of the fan and the feeling of it. Like, I that is pacifying to me, I guess. Do you keep the so window I just, open? I don't know. I do, but it's still not the same feeling. Because it yeah. gets, sometimes it gets too cold. And then last night, I enjoyed that rain, but it was so hot. So I had to cut the air on. And I cut the air on up like a baby. I ain't slept like that in like a month because mm. it's been so cold. I just don't really sleep well in the wintertime because it be it's, I get hot and I, I have to sleep with two covers on me. So I have to have my house cold when I go to sleep because I have to sleep. That's why I need to just get a weighted blanket because I think that's what it is. And a heated is. blanket. Let me tell you something, baby. Oh, I can't do the heated blanket. I wouldn't go to sleep. Well, you know me, I be cold when it's 100 degrees outside, so. And I know you can't be cold anyway because you got allergies, so I mean. Oh, my God. So, you got a black business of the week? Yes. So, um, I have a black business of the week. It is my girl, Shelly. So, I met Shelly. I'm going to give you a backstory on her. I met her um, when I was working at Lambard during, like, 2009, 2011, 2012, whatever year I started working there. But she used to come and get her hair done there, and, um. At that time, I used to have a lot of clients from the AUC. That was like a big part of my clientele because I used to go to Market Fridays and I would promote my business. And then I would also set up like a table out there and do like lashes and brows, like small stuff, mm-hmm. you know, on campus. Because, of course, college girls, it's a weekend. The girls want to be cute. So I'm like $150 in a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, that was a lot of money for me. So Hotel Super. <clears throat> Like I said, it was in 2009. <laughs> um, <laughs> back then, my I, I could have got a one-room apartment for 500 um, A decent one-bedroom apartment in Atlanta is going to run you about 13 So you do the math, Miss 150. <laughs> um, anywho, so Shelly, over the years, she has, um, she started to become a chef. And I don't know if she's, she went to school for it or what, but she ended up opening up a restaurant, which is like a, which was like a grassroots version of um, Fresh to Order. That's just my take on it. I think she ended up selling the building to somebody else, and she started to just make um, meals, like, on Instagram. And the meals would pop off. And she love her meals because they look clean. Like, I hate looking at those Instagram chefs, and it looks like a bunch of slop and gravy and just... Like, I mean, when it calls for that, I'm okay with that. But I hate looking at, like, really messy food. And I feel like her food looks very fresh. It looks clean. And um, recently, she just started doing, like, before Corona, she started doing, like, cooking classes. Like, she would rent out a house and she would have like couples come in and she would give them all a hot plate and she would literally teach them how to cook a meal and she would provide um like her own seasonings and she'll provide the, the food and she also have like personalized like aprons and stuff like it was so cool. I wanted to do it, but of course Corona stopped it. But And you gotta did, be a couple, so no, no, you can go with your friends. Like it was it wasn't necessarily a couple thing, but it was it looked to me like that was something that would be good for like a couple to but gotcha. you can go with your friends though. My bad. Um, so her personal page is Shelly London. Um, if you just want to get to know her, but her um business page is called The Cooking Cold with Chelsea. I love her stuff. I, I like literally every time she posts food, I'm like, girl, this looks so good. Like her seasonings, 
everything like i love it okay, cool well you guys know as always we'll put the information in the episode notes now i don't know who the head is but they said supporting black biz add more days to your life it's okay cool okay cool okay cool, okay okay so um what you next got up on shop the shop talk baby what's up with the shop talk today let's get into the shop talk so word on the streets saying that um Lori harvey and michael b jordan is uh, a publicity stunt it's one of the most sickening publicity stunts ever because let me tell you something. They're to me, just looking at them from the outside looking in, they are both physically pleasing to see together. Like I enjoy watching them. I don't, you know, I don't know. You know what, Michael B. Jordan, you know, I never understood the like obsession. Me with either. Him. Me either. And I think know, it's the jaws for me. He's very handsome, but I be yeah. I, I I think that he just looks like somebody who I could have went to high school with or something. Like right, right, right. So yes, I do think he's very attractive. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like oh, Michael B. Jordan attractive. It's kind of like okay, yeah. And not not when it's people that look like Morris Chestnut out here. No shade. Right. No, for real. <laughs> even <laughs> Morris Chestnut today. <laughs> yeah. Tay yeah. Diggs, even though he a coon, Tay Diggs fine. Like I, Wait, I don't know. Tay Diggs a coon. Coon baby. What he do? Look it up on your own. Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna look this up right now. I'm I'm about to say, hey Google, is Tay Diggs a coon? <laughs> so this is what it say the headlines. I ain't read the story yet. Y'all know I'm a real advocate for not just going by the headline, but if I could guess what Draco was talking about, it says um this was February 28, 2018. Tay Diggs said he wasn't raised to be racist, and that's why he dated white women. <laughs> Mm-hmm. did he say it like that okay here we go it was a lot going on like with that okay cool well we ain't got to say no more dang tay did cool but he cute he's a handsome man apparently it's like cool enough today to say this let's see what happened because this happened back in 2007 as well oh jesus when we was in high school <laughs> so um yeah like i really do think that they're both physically pleasing physically pleasing to the eye um speaking of Lori harvey and um Michael B. Jordan. Like I think that out of all her boyfriends in the industry, that one just works the best for me physically. Yeah, I mean, I think as far as like success, like as far as like goals, if people really want to talk about goals, I think that somebody like Michael B. Jordan would be a better catch than somebody like Trey Songs and Future. Just you know, it's just the way that Michael B. Jordan carries himself. Like I like a man that dresses well, and I don't mean like clean, like fresh, like swag. I mean like dress like nicely like you know i love a, a button down and some um you know what i'm saying some some little this some little that but i do think it's interesting because when she was with these other guys they would always post her and she would never post them but with the michael b jordan it's like all right 30 seconds in hey babe, hey turtle hey nugget yeah so oh my gosh i wouldn't be surprised honestly but i i i, I you know it, it makes me think about like the, the situation where people say black china was paying dudes to be with her i just think like isn't that it, was that was proven fact was it that was proven fact she was um her her record labels were paying her um like fifty sixty thousand dollars to be in a relationship with her for four months well how was this proven did it leak or something the contracts was the head came it was like contract was on the table that is a huge you know what i mean i know money is money and black china is somebody who literally don't care you can't say nothing to hurt her feelings but i think that that's like social suicide to be in a fake relationship oh for sure 
especially with Lori Harvey people I mean people do kind of praise her for being in certain relationships but she's just so young I feel I mean I don't know whatever none of my business I guess sight is always our business when it's accessible on the internet all right you got anything you want to add to tweets furnish I mean to shop talk um yeah of course I do um it was a lot of tea on the streets this week first of all let me just shout out um well not shout out but let me just point out um how disgusting um the video of dream i saw she had some girl random girl in the club spit in her mouth like why would you do that oh that wasn't her friend even still if it was her friend yeah that's disgusting no you're right i'm just clarifying um yeah that is disgusting i'm not i'm this is an anti-dream doll stand account i'm sorry i have never forgiven her for what she did on bad girls club and i don't care what did she do she was a bully and she got kicked out like on day 1.25 for being a bully oh anyway. it wasn't literally that soon but it was soon um she she dating one of the um the finest men in the industry right now, finest rappers. I ain't gonna lie. We ain't gonna get on there right what now. Happy say mama, um friend messages the neighborhood talk with all these screenshots about her being blindsided. Sound sound reminiscent of the baby, but we're gonna move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you should have seen them. Well, you probably you probably seen them comments, but this girl was like, dang, I thought I was the only one that knew about him. <laughs> Yeah, like nobody really knows about him, but but I, I think I talked about this on the show before on how like the new thing is to date somebody who like it used to be for girls to do this. Like this was known fact that women would date people like date men in the industry to get on. Like that would that would be the opportunity. But I think that offset opened up a door for that for men. And the reason why I say that is because for the longest, offset wasn't the most popular group, um, group member of the Migos. It was Quavo. And so when him and Cardi started dating, that was like his pop out. Like he he released that album and people started looking at him more. He had more endorsement deals. They were doing stuff together. They were seen a lot. He had like a lot of publicity. So I guess people like looked at that and they were like, you know what? Let me get it. You think get... that helped Migos in general? Um, I don't think that anything could help them currently because I feel like I'm talking about at that, during that time it kept it made more people because you know Cardi B is one of those artists that didn't have to become a crossover artist it just kind of happened and Migos kind of crossed over too but in a different kind of way you know what I'm saying so yeah. I'm just I'm just wondering if him being with Cardi made them get more looks him yes them no I don't think that it made them mm-mm. okay I don't think it did anything for them because at that time, they were still a bigger artist than her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't think that it helped. But I noticed a pattern. Like, I noticed that a lot of men that are rappers and they're kind of like low, low, low key or not, people don't know too much about them. They end up in these girls who have more clout than them. And then they become mean. And then now you're paying more attention to the guy. So I think that that's like one of those situations. Cause like, so you think that's what's going on with Bankroll, Freddie, and Dream Doll? Yeah, like he probably genuinely likes her. He probably think like because she's not an unattractive girl. Like she's very, no. she's very attractive to me. Yeah, you don't. But, see, who you think is benefiting from that situation? Though? I don't think it's Freddie. Nobody. More people know Dream Doll than Freddie, and and and. I she, mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let me not be like that. Yeah, like more people know her. Like her music, her recent music has. She's been collaborating with some some people that are known. So it's like. He don't know. Nobody knows him. Nobody. We know no, him. No, you're he, absolutely right. I guess for me, I'm 
in, in my mind, I'm thinking they would do that so their music could get more streams. But I do, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't, honestly, I don't keep up with Dream Doll. I am aware that she, she has always had a, a big audience. Even before she got famous on, um, on Baggers Club, she always kind of been like, you know, super popular. But yeah. um, now you're right. And I feel like ever since JT posted him on her story that day, people been kind of like looking his way. He signed a QC from Arkansas, you know, small, yeah. small, like not small, but like a little known area known for talent. So I get it. You're right. Dream Dog will give him a look and Dream Dog be with Tay. Tay is in that clique. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. You're right. You're right. I ain't gonna be no hater. Yeah. Like people, people really go that deep. Like it's been said that sometimes that, that people would like, male rappers were just trying to get close to Tay himself just so they can help they boost their career because um it's been said that people have been saying that Tusi two times is gay because he's been like he's seen so much with arrogant Tay but in my head I'm like he's just probably doing that just to get some clout yeah nah, and to be honest back to Dream Doll them they probably not even together she just was dancing on him at the club twice well, well it was very <laughs> intimate <laughs> Um, so next on the docket, we have Miss Jojo Siwa. Oh, let me just go ahead. Go ahead. Let me just say, y'all wrong for these memes talking about she coming in to replace Ellen. I can't believe how. (laughs) Hold on, is Jojo funny? Ellen is funny. Ellen is funny, but I think that they just comparing just like kind of personalities. She has that like very hyper personality. Um, and she's wouldn't really know so many um popular white lesbians to be and honest. And honestly, like, Ellen had Ellen had a tough time when she came out. She really paved the way for JoJo. Yeah. But I think that she's she's unfavorable unfavorable at the moment. So I think that people just like girl, okay, bye, Ellen. Hello, JoJo. But I'm actually happy for her. Um, I kinda he did a while ago. Just I, I don't know, something about I felt that vibe from her. Like I was like JoJo give me that she, I'm like, she doesn't, in my head, I just try to picture her as an adult because isn't she like 17 or 18? Yeah, she's like getting grown. She's up there. She's been famous since she was like little. Mm -hmm. And you remember she did that wipe it challenge? She had, she was given like. Yes, I remember that when she, (laughs) I was like. I was like, oh, JoJo, okay, girl. Yeah, like, okay. But that's, that's cool though. And I'm. Her clapbacks was funny this week because she ain't really been saying that. Like people kept saying, like, "Yeah, she don't know." Yeah, somebody was like, "My daughter never listens to you again." She said, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, like, am I supposed to be mad? Like, I'm happy for her. I mean, honestly, I'm happy for anybody that is able to comfortably, you know, be who they really are and not be really worried about, you know, backlash or anything like that. I think that's one of the one of the few benefits of social media is people have like it has real like. I, sometimes I'm on my explore page and I see like people with hundreds and thousands of followers and they're like a dwarf or a little person they might not have no legs i mean just all these different things went in went before this era people like they are looked at like as some kind of anomaly but they actually are able to be who they are and still kind of get positive attention i think that's really cool and i mean as far as jojo like i I even think about when frank ocean came out as gay or or when ellen came out as gay it was taboo and it's you know i mean it's still taboo to some people but today it's way way different than it was before that's why Beyonce the goat. Be- um, he always said that Beyonce is the one who encouraged him to come out publicly about him being gay. Oh, the okay. goat. If be- a hundred people could have told me if Beyonce was one, of them, I'm gonna give her credit too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, we we know what we never uh talked about us having a new president. Joe Biden is is in the uh <laughs> Joe yeah, Biden he... has officially been sworn into the new office. I you know what I don't know about y'all, but I feel safer already. <laughs> Listen, it's a whole new vibe. Huh? The air is the, the air is different out here. It's different. <laughs> That body I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. I think that Trump made races just so comfortable to walk around freely. Absolutely. Then now that Biden is is in office, I feel like they've been kind of like scaling back, especially after that capital thing, because now they're seeing that everybody is getting put on that no fly list and they are acting a fool about it. Okay. Imagine it's being so part, imagine being an advocate for the travel ban and then getting banned from travel. But I don't think it's over. I I think they're going to be back. I saw something today about Trump establishing the office of the former president of the United States. Basically, it's going to be his way of like communicating and stuff since he can't be on social media. And I think that's really why we feel like we haven't seen nothing because he ain't been on social media. And apparently, like people have been like Googling him less and less. I just hope we can move past that era. But now don't get me wrong. I've always been about Biden. I've never really been a huge fan, but I so far, I mean, even on, along the end of the campaign trail, when it was time to vote for him, I did feel much comfortable with my decision on voting for him. Um, and, and I'm reading Obama's book right now, which I'm sure was all part of the plan to make people, you know, like him a little bit more and just understand the things that, you know, it takes to be the president. And I have a lot of respect for every president. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't think that I don't think they're good. But it, the type of stuff you have to deal with is shocking. It's crazy. But, you know, anywho. Let me just throw this out there. I'm gonna need Mingley and Karen Silver to hop on the uh, Audi podcast once I need to collab. Yeah, you got the. You really got the plug with that. You need to. Uh, while you trying to manifest it, go ahead and dial them numbers. Because <laughs> you got. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got both of their phone numbers. So. <laughs> I do. I do have both of their phone numbers. However, I I didn't go in on Ming, but I definitely responded to her um their uh clubhouse discussion because I felt like it was in response to mine. Wait, you resp- you didn't talk about it on the podcast. So, um, I had a because this is recent, but Mean was a part of that group, Mean Super Autumn, other people. But um, I don't know if everybody who's listening are familiar. I ended up creating a clubhouse chat about the um, conversation that Asian Doll brought up about the hundred that makeup artists shouldn't charge more than one hundred and fifty dollars for a service. And um, you know, the chat really went really well. Um, I I did it. Because for one, I'm tired of making posts on Instagram. I feel like those posts get really redundant. People don't read them. They sure don't look over them. Like I feel like it's just dumb. You know what I'm saying? So I, I sometimes they don't even watch a video because I know I don't. I be tapping through everybody's video. I'm sorry, y'all. You could be talking about yeah, yeah. if you watch the whole thing through, you get a hundred million dollars. And I'm like, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> and I get that. So in my in my head, I'm like, you know what? We have this new platform, or it's old, but it's a popular platform at the moment that people are on. I'm like. I can literally just talk to people who want to listen to it and I can collaborate with other artists that feel the same way that I do. And we can all speak on the same topic. So that's what I did. And child, I had done, had so many listeners in that room. Like it was, I so tried to stay people. in. I couldn't stay for the whole thing, but I was definitely listening. Yeah. Did you see that we had that? It was some rappers in there. Uh, uh-uh. the who rappers. was in there? Tokyo Jet. She was one of them. Um, it, Did she it speak? Nah, they were just eavesdropping. Yeah. So um, they ended up coming in or whatever. So I'm sure the conversation was brought up elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and th- and they ended up creating one in a rebuttal to that one. Just basically talking to saying like, what should the rates be? And I just didn't feel like that was appropriate because um, 
especially with me, you know what I'm saying? The reason why I said that, and I was just kind of disappointed in her for even doing that. And I don't really know too much of what she said because I wasn't in the group. So I don't know if she were, you know, in agreement with that or if she was in disagreement with that. But for somebody who was previously in the beauty industry, she's still currently in it. I mean, she, yeah, about to say she's definitely still in but it. But she used to be a stylist herself is what I'm saying. Like she was behind the chair at one point. Still, I don't like the fact that people just trying to cheapen what we have going on just because it's more accessible. You know what I'm saying? I understand that everybody is a makeup artist these days and it's easy to pick up some brushes and, and makeup and, and call yourself a makeup artist. But are these people really makeup artists? Are they really studying the skill? Do they really know how to put makeup on types of skin and all type of people? Do they know how to clean their they brushes and tools properly? Are they going to make it to where when you get on your platform as far as TV, um, a photo shoot, anything that you're not going to look yellow and your skin not going to look the same, you look the same color as your body? People don't understand that. They don't understand color theory. Like, I, it took years for me to learn that. I, I worked at Mac for five years and I took the time like i was i was getting paid a good amount of money to work there but i couldn't work live off that off that money now that i'm away from that i spent i did i paid my dues like i paid Absolutely. my dues and I, and I learned the the proper techniques and the proper terminology and the proper skill to be able to charge and do what i do today and i don't feel like somebody who isn't in my field for one just because and and you and they all have businesses which aren't cheap, right? You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's crazy, and I think they look at it as just like, oh, all you did is put a little cream and a little shadow. This is how I, I did not. I know I'm not a makeup artist, but I um I think that everybody should be able to charge whatever they want. It's no different from having a job and feeling like you deserve a raise, but your company being like, this is the going rate. You know what I'm saying? Or they'd be like, if you had more experience, then we could pay you more. It's the same concept. It's just, it is what it is. And it's just not fair for people. It's, it's like, it's almost like, well, next time you want a cheeseburger, I want you to expect what you get at STK from McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's all about exactly. the quality. It's about the experience. It's about the knowledge. It's about what you're going to get out of it. It's just crazy to me. And like you said, like hairstylists, like when you first start off doing hair, you might charge a lot less. You need to prove yourself. And not saying that you owe the client that necessarily, but what what are you doing for me that's going to make me feel comfortable paying you the same thing as I could pay the person that did Michelle Obama hair? Okay, yeah. cool. It is disappointing seeing any person with a platform or a business speaking out against that saying that makeup artists charge too much. So that means you, if you don't like your makeup artist, then say that. Because it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, Adrian, I tried to come back and, um, and clean it up by saying that um, she was talking about makeup artists in the hood because Jim Charles called her She out. was not talking about makeup artists in the hood. Even still, why would you even be comfortable with charging the people in the hood who are trying to do something. I mean, because they could easily be robbing you, robbing your family right. to get what they want, but they're, they're, they took the time to learn a skill to make money, and yet it's still you're trying to nickel and dime them, but you're willing to pay a white person that lives in Hollywood that money. Like, that's, right. okay. that's okay for them. I don't like that because people, I've, I've been presented that same situation, how people will be like, you know, um, you, you charging that like we in Hollywood like them big artists I am a big artist I'm right. black and what I'm in mean, Atlanta what's the difference like literally because they are located big in time. Los Angeles I don't know they all think they're like Hollywood but and the thing is people from Hollywood want me to come there and they want to pay me double and triple than what I'm trying to charge you yeah. so really I'm eating myself but I'm only you know what I'm saying like it just doesn't make any sense to me that people would do that because 
the people in Hollywood learn from us. Like they look at the people from the quote unquote hood and they steal some of our, I won't say steal. Well, they borrow yeah, some, they get inspired. some of our trends. Yeah. yeah, inspired by some of our trends and our techniques and our looks. And then they take it to Hollywood and put a big price tag on it. And now, oh my gosh, we've got this major star who's an A-list celebrity with this on. And now it looks like a, a trend. You know what I'm saying? We created that. <sighs> we created it in hood. So it's like folks. I don't I don't understand it, influencer or not. I'm mm-hmm. talking about I don't service influencers because Period. the influencers have um what they call influencer rates, which I get. Like they get people from Instagram. And I think this is the conversation that, that came up about Olivia. And I don't even fault Olivia because the thing is she's worked, she was working with an influencer. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you work with an influencer, people don't really know this, but of course, an uh, influencer is somebody who uses their page to promote stuff. And of course, they have a rate for that. So if you're a makeup artist or a hairstylist or somebody and you're working with a specific influencer, they're not going to pay you a full rate. They're going to pay you an influencer rate because they're going to post you on their page in, in, in return for a promotion. So your rate may be $200 for a full face or house call for a full face. And see, I would think that they would pay you a little less only because they get you get several bookings from them. They got several different campaigns to shoot for maybe in a week. No, it's just because a- they're going to they're gonna tag you in it. So you're going to get a lot of you know, people come in and look like people will literally book them just because she does Ari's makeup. Mm. Even if they don't like the makeup, like that, it's like, oh, I go to Ari's makeup parties. I go to Jada's makeup parties. Yeah. And they'll get money off of that. So I understand that. And I never faulted her for that. I never faulted her for that. But I just didn't like the way that I've I've always been on Olivia's side of the thing of, of that situation. Yeah. A lot of artists don't don't stand with me with that. And I get it. Like, I don't care. But I just felt like when it comes to working with influencers, you have to understand what you're working with. And this is why I choose not to work with them unless they pay me my rate. <laughs> Period. You don't pay your dues and they're going to pay theirs. Okay. I'm not even going to argue about it. I'm going to argue with them about it no more. The dues been paid. Period. Okay, cool. All right. So let's transition into tweets from the streets. Um, I want. I hope I'm saying this person's name right, but it says Life of Owls or AIS. I can't tell, honey. But basically she said, I actually think canceling plans because you don't feel like it's actually quite rude if someone is counting on you. Another example of selfish behavior that people will do to their friends, but never their partners, by the way. Uh, I absolutely disagree. I think it's selfish to think that someone is obligated to show up for whatever plans you have for them, regardless of what they got on, got going on. Now, if somebody don't feel like it, that should just be a sign to you to not invite them every single time. If that's kind of the energy they give you every time, but sometimes I don't be feeling like it and they don't got nothing to do with how I feel about you. My bed is very comfortable and it's very big. Here's my thought on that too. I'm a person who is a, um, what I would call a uh, ambivert. Um, I think that's the right word. Like mm-hmm. I'm definitely introverted, introverted. And extrovert. Yeah, and it just depends on my mood, and I'm not always in the mood. And this is why I love to live by myself, and it is imperative for me to live by myself because I need to have moments where I'm separated from people, so that I can, you know, regroup, get my life together, think about what I need to think about, deal with it, and move on. Um, I personally don't really agree to go places with people like far in advance because i know that for a fact by the time that event come up i'm not gonna go your mind gonna change yeah so many circumstances Uh, can impact it 
I'm not gonna go. And most of the time it's just because I don't really I'm not really into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that's fine. And I don't need people to fit make me feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. And even though you can't, I'm still at the end of the day, I'm still not gonna go. So <laughs> Right. It's like okay, honestly, so and I yeah, and, and I, I wanna speak to the second part that she said. She said people will do this to their friends, but never to their partner. Me and my man will always be like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't wanna do this. Sometimes we'll be like, Oh, you we both off today. I see you tomorrow. <laughs> like yeah. it's serious. It's like then people, then people who come out against their own will anyway. Now you wonder why they got an attitude or they being dissed and they doing all that. It's like I get it. I get you might be disappointed because they don't feel like it, but at least they ain't make up a lie about how they rabbit got stuck under the sofa. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so that was tweets for the streets. Tell me what y'all think. Uh, follow us on Instagram at OD Podcast. Leave a comment. Tell us how you feel. All right, so for this week's topic, I sent this to Draco a couple of hours ago and I actually saw it. It was going to be a tweet from the street, but I feel like it requires a little bit more explanation. So here we go. So it says, this, it. Is, this is, huh? I said, let's do it. So the person who tweeted this is Music Taryn and it says, I'm never splitting the bill evenly amongst the group. Why everybody can't just pay for their own food? Why am I paying for things I didn't order? Y'all just be ordering things you can't afford or wouldn't be and wouldn't order alone. Be want other people to cover the tab too. If I ate twenty five dollars worth of food, that's what I'm paying plus a tip. Okay, um, I never been in a situation where we split the split the bill evenly. Um, you did that before. Um, no, I have never done that, but I've been in situations where people have like complained because we didn't split the bill evenly. I don't understand. I don't understand that either. So here, let me just, let me just put my two cents in on it. Um, I'm not, I don't believe in that. Let me tell you something. If it's my birthday and I'm having a birthday dinner at a restaurant, I don't expect people to pay for my food. I expect for people to order what they, what they can afford or what they want and pay for that. I'm yeah. I'm gonna always choose split the bill, and I understand that they may be just looking out for the server, um, just to convince the server, because of course that can be a lot for them to have to sit there and split the bill. But I mean, if the restaurant offers seating, seating like that, and they can't split the bill, I'm gonna have them split it. I'm sorry. I never been nowhere where they can't split the bill. It kind of should be expected at this point. I've been places that claim they couldn't split the bill, but they just don't want to because of the situation. And I ha- and I've also been in situations where it's like, oh, you just pay for it, we'll all cash up you, and then oh, it's no, always we play that type of game. one or two people that oh, don't. We're gonna gun check everybody at the forehead on the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not. I'm not really a freaking um a fan of that. I think that people who who make people feel bad about that are fucking dumb. Like at the end of the day, you pay for it. I'm not gonna lie. Since you feel so adamant about that, pay for everybody's meal because that means you got it. You're comfortable with that. We don't live the same life, and people, I, I don't expect people to do that. I, if I'm bringing you to a dinner, or if I'm, if I invite, here's the thing. Here's my thing about dinner dates or dinner invites. Uh, when it comes, even if you're a friend, if I invite you out to dinner, I'll pay for your food because I invited you here. I'm like, I pay, right? I always pay for people's food, and I'm talking about I don't pay some bills. <laughs> Yeah, like come out with me. You know what I'm saying? But if it's a birthday dinner and it's something that everybody's coming to and it's like 10 or 12 people, of course, pay for your own food. 
Why would okay, you? And that's what. So that's what the person who posted this tweet said. Though I, they said, "Why?" They said, "I'm never splitting the bill evenly amongst the group. Why everybody can't just pay for their own food?" I guess I just never heard of the even thing. I um now back in my day when I when I didn't know better, I definitely have split a bill with a boyfriend. Um, but that was decades ago. It will never happen again. But yeah, I um. <laughs> You know, I also think about, I used to, and I still kind of feel this way, but I just never had enough money to follow this own, this policy. I always felt like if you invite people out to like a birthday dinner, you should be paying for their food. Like you should be treating the people to come and celebrate your birthday. You know what I'm saying? I always felt like that. The birthday the whose birthday it is. Yeah. I feel like I'm asking you to come out to this restaurant of my choice to eat with me. I, sh- I don't know I just always I don't know why I feel like that but it's kind of like having a birthday party and they serve a hot dogs and ice cream ain't nobody gonna come in there and pay for their hot dog and their ice cream it's just to me it's kind of the same concept now I've never actually done that because I haven't had a birthday in a long time number one and when I had had one I wasn't gonna be spending a thousand dollars to pay for all these darn folks um yeah I don't know I don't believe in that either but that doesn't huh I said I don't believe. I said I don't believe in that either. But that's just me. I'm not. If I even if it's my birthday dinner, you don't have to come if you don't. I'm not gonna pay for everybody unless yeah, it's I like. I don't a, think it's that deep. But I, if I got, if I was ever at a point though, if I had, if I was financially able, I would definitely pay for everybody's food. I just, I don't know. I just yeah, think for sure, I, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's how. And whenever I go out with friends, and they be so shy, I'm just like, I mean, obviously pre-COVID, but I always pay for people's food. It's just, it's just not even, and it's not even a bragging thing. It's just kind of like just I'm being a friend. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. Know. Um. That's just me too. Like even when it's time to like go on dates, like I'm, I'm getting older. So for when I was younger, I was that person who was like, um so adamant about not paying for dates or just not being for expensive dates, especially when I don't like somebody. But I think I've gotten to, gotten to the age that if I want to meet, if I'm meeting somebody and I'm, and I'm trying to go on a date with them, I'm trying, I want us to both have a good time. So if it's my time to pay, if it's something that I want to do, we're going to do it. Like, if, you know what I'm saying? Whether, yeah. how, however much it costs. I've spent like, a hundred dollars on first dates before. One hundred fifty dollars on first dates before. In your dating preference, how who how do you decide who pays on the, for the first date? Um, it's always the person who asks first. Okay. So uh, that that's just what it is. Um, I do have friends who think differently. They always feel like you know whatever whoever they're talking to should pay, and they shouldn't. Does it ever have anything to do with masculinity? Like how more masculine? Um, it can it can be based off of that. Um, with me, in my experience, even guys who are fem- more feminine than I am, they paid. So yeah. that's not really a thing anymore. I think that just just as well as like the um, average person they're trying to break gender norms. That's the same thing that's happening in the gay community because I think that when it comes, I don't know how it happens in the in, with white people or different races, but I know specifically in the black gay community, um, they kind of in in mo- in some cases, especially back in the day, they would mimic heterosexual relationships. So it would be mm-hmm. like you can kind of look at somebody and be like, oh, he, in in straight terminology, oh, he the boy, that's the girl. That's yeah. what they say. You know what I'm saying? That's just what they say. When in actuality, that's probably not true. Because there's that there, in my in my um experience and, and just what I've seen with my own two eyes, I've seen a situation where um it's been 
uh, a trans woman dating a, um, a guy who's clearly like very masculine, looks very thuggish, and the roles were switched. You know what I'm saying? So yes, I guess it's just like you said, it's just the situational. It's yeah, situational. I, it's just like whatever, and I, I, I don't want people to put a label on it because just because you see this person with this person, and it's like, oh, they're masculine, they're feminine, they're like, oh, he must be this and he must be that. No, we don't look at it like that. Like that's not, you know, you have to kind of just separate it from that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that over the time, I've grown to just really accept people for who they are. Um, because I definitely was that person when I was younger. That's like, oh, I wouldn't date a feminine guy. I wouldn't date this and da da da. Who am I to say that? Would a feminine guy date me? <laughs> let's start there like you know what i'm saying who am i to say that and then also i've in my experience just being free and just allowing things to happen naturally i've run into some really amazing people but you know I it's wanna, hard I'm though because huh. over time you just when i was younger i just i was very judgmental like very judgmental and that's just Me because too. of my upbringing Me too. like i'm i was very judgmental like and like i think now I try not to judge. I do have my moments where I have to catch myself. Like every day, I'm like, you know, like, I'll be watching the show, and I'm, like, oh my god, like, why? And, and I like, judge I'm... everything and everybody. I don't care. I do care, but I don't care. Mm-mm. I don't mean no harm. It's just a little jokey joke. <laughs> so I'm interested in knowing the age of the person that tweeted. Us. I think a lot of times these subjects that get Twitter up in the uproar, it be from folks that's like 13 years younger than us. So they will obviously not have the same perspective because I'm just trying to think of the last time a bill was an issue in any circumstance. <laughs> like, um, see, one thing about me, I complain <laughs> because. I ain't having no freeloaders around me. I think that it Period. just comes with 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 just my job and and people just associate me working with celebrities and working on on whatever I, you know the the type of job that I have. People just associate me with having a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I'm not broke. Let's just put that out there. But I also ain't finna just be taking care of you and just be buying you shit. Yeah, at all. What you, you think this you is? Like you have a desire that first of all you're not my man or my child. Oh, period. So or my family. But even still, I even, I even, cause at the end of the day, family is family. Like I definitely will help you out if need be, but at the same time, I'm not sleeping with you at night. You're not somebody who I have to take care of. You're literally my cousin, my aunt, my sister, whatever. The only thing I feel, only person I feel obligated to help is my nieces and nephew. Even I, even, even then, even then, you can, you can get paid too and not, <laughs> literally paid but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah oh lord yeah no thank you you know at the end of the day for me if i'm taking my friends out to eat if i'm offering i'm even if even that what it, it don't even have to be my it, it really gets to the point sometimes where everybody's trying to pay for everybody it's like okay yeah. the server probably be like okay y'all need to figure this out i used to hate that when i love I them friends i love I, them type of friends where it'd be like i'm gonna pay no i'm gonna pay no i'm gonna pay i'm like look, oh, i loved it, it and then I hate to be the one on the on the musical chairs where they finally stop saying I'm Pamela. Like, Hold on, <laughs> yeah. Second card. I, I love that. I will. I feel comfortable. I feel it's appreciated, and it's it's just a simple fact that you even thought enough to be like, you know, I'll take care of it or whatever the case may be. Like, it's uh-uh. not even that serious. But I mean, like I say, I guess it depends on how old you are who your friends are and maybe what you were capable of doing. But I think the assumption every time should be that everyone is responsible for themselves. You start doing weird stuff when you want to split the bill. That sounds like somebody who had a high bill. If you ask me <laughs> and they want to offset it. But anyway, all right. You have anything else you want to add before we wrap up this week? Um, 
Rest, rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi. Um, yes. Oh my goodness. What else? Um, y'all pray for my health. I need to. I've been. Uh, and nothing wrong with me, but I just really, I really genuinely want to lose weight. Like, I think about it every day. I dream about it. Like, it's just really. But I just really enjoy food and I just can't I can't and I don't even have I do have time to work out but I just don't be having enough time to work out well at least you are on your feet a lot because that helps because if you were sitting down a lot like me you would be picking up weight like me yeah I walk around a lot but I just if I have any tips on how to even get better at getting you know moving around and starting to work out because I just I need to lose weight I need to. Yeah, if you could get this, how I—I mean, obviously, I, I should be taking this. I know this much. I try to do this, but anyway, what I try to do each day is at least have smaller meals for the most of the day and have one big meal. But have that big meal maybe for lunchtime, so that way when it's closer to dinner time, you either might not be that hungry or you've had time to burn off calories from one of your meals. So as long as you can burn off a meal, you can kind of like at least not gain more weight. I don't know. I don't know. I try to eat like healthier options, but but sometimes healthier don't mean nothing because you know calories matter, fat matter. It's just too much. That's what I'm saying. I don't like <sighs> it. Just burn it All off. All right, y'all. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I know you was talking. I'm, I was saying I wish I could just sleep it off. You can. You actually burn calories in your sleep. The more you sleep, the less weight you gain. That's a fact. All right, y'all. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your world. Holla at your girl. Holla at your girl. Yeah, I'll let you burrow. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>